Welcome go. back to batting around. Uh, it's batting around. It's a base- <laughs> baseball podcast. Yeah, I'm your co-host, Jane Oss. Uh, with me is as always is Lauren. Uh, I'm 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 Lauren. Oh, and Steven. You. We're actually recording this one together uh, for the first time since summer of 2022. Well, it's because we're all still in Nashville uh, in the hospital with uh, some sort of horrible, horrible stomach bug that we got at the winter meetings. Yeah, I think we're starting to come out of it. But yeah, it's been a rough. It's been a rough couple of days. We didn't pick a great first year to, to do this. No. no, not at all. I don't know why we we thought this is even a good idea at all. I mean, we learned a lot of really important stuff that like the White Sox are willing to trade all their players. It was worth it just for that. Did we need to be here for that, though? I, mean, I was mostly here to, for the ribs, but I haven't been able to really eat. We haven't done anything. We haven't seen any of Nashville. Oh, don't mention the ribs. The ribs. Mm. We're pleasant going in, but not coming out uh, in either direction. Ugh, I don't I don't want to think. I just want to move on. I just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're on the recovery. Most people, I think, got it like day two or three. Uh, I felt it really early, I thought. I don't know about you, too. I, I was feeling it immediately when i got off the plane actually i was feeling it when i got on the plane too uh, you, wait so well, I, I i i mean i i had like i thought i had food poisoning i didn't think it was the same thing i I had been eating oysters the night before yeah i mean i was also eating oysters uh in minneapolis yeah we met up beforehand yeah you can really put them back yeah we got those those fresh minnesota oysters and uh then hopped on the plane to nashville like i don't you know, but I, I don't know. It must have been must have been something down there in Tennessee, though. I don't know. Well, at least I got to shake Jerry Japoto's hand. I think that was the that was the most important thing that 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 happened. This uh, that was all makes it all worth it. Yeah. Makes it all worth it. Makes it all worth. It. I got to personally make Scott Boris make a, a, a long convoluted pun about throwing his guts up. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Enough of the bit. Enough of the bit. <laughs> That was already the, technically that all happened like bef- like the week before we I know. <laughs> before last week. Yeah. Was that? We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been sick for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, just still that's the conceiver. We, only the, the batting around audience would go with that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, they're willing to. They they know we don't have a lot of we don't have a high standard for our bits. It's fine. No, it's why we didn't oh. have an episode last week is because we were all in the <laughs> ICU in Nashville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven actually died twice. Yeah, it was really yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Steven Steven died on the table for a little bit during uh during emergency surgery. Yeah, baseball. We're back. Hopefully you enjoyed our substitute for last week's episode, which was our appearance on tipping pitches for their annual dumbest things, which was super, very fun. Super fun. It, it was very fun. Unfortunately, it did kind of empty the tank on stuff we could talk about on our podcast. God, it kind of did. Why are we giving them <laughs> that for free? We gotta start. We gotta start charging them. No, I, I, it's uh, there's there's some baseball news this week. I also, um, I don't know. I'm 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 feeling pretty chipper this morning. I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty pretty good. I got got my trip to the farmers market in for the week. Uh, ready to ready to nice. chat chat some baseball. Yeah. What you yeah. get at the farmers market? I got uh, dumplings. I've been going every week and getting dumplings. They've got these really good curry beef dumplings, and I also got a beef and pumpkin dumpling. Ooh. I'm very excited about. And uh, speaking of food poisoning, I forgot to take them out of my bag before we started recording. That's uh, not not ideal. That'll be fine. Uh, that'll be fine. They're frozen. Couldn't find green onions. We're past green onion season, so the farmer's market is letting me down. Mm. Yeah, bummer. What did happen? We had the MVP at Cy Young Awards the other day. 
Oh yeah, congrats. Yeah, rookie of the year, all that, manager of the year. I don't it was shocking, not shocking, I guess. I think it's we're kind of finally seeing that end stage of awards all just kind of looking at war is the main metric, which is it was probably for the best. It is rewarding like them. I think it is better to make sure like the best player is actually rewarded if we're going to have those awards mean anything. Uh, but it is it was kind of surprising that both like so many of the MVP votes I think were both unanimous. It's the only and, time that's ever happened that they've both been unanimous. Yeah, and it's also yeah. the only time that this is the first time that someone, uh, in this case Otani, has won two unanimous MVP uh, votes. He's yeah, never very, nobody's ever done that before. Very cool. Oh, that gets us to the thing we should be talking about is we the we had the revelation of Shohei Otani's dog this week. Oh yeah, that my was god, the, that was that's the biggest the big, news in baseball. That's by the my, big by news. Yeah, that is definitely the big news. He got got a documentary and a dog this week. <laughs> uh, well, we don't know how long he's had the dog for, actually. Presumably longer than a week. It was a very well-behaved dog. It was an actually like a new dog. Super, super well-behaved oh, dog. He, it was a... he gave it a little high five. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh. you think the dog lived with him in uh, Anaheim when he was playing here? Or did the dog does the dog full-time live in Japan and he only visits the dog when he's back in Japan? Where do we think we land on that? Yeah, that's a good question because... I mean, I gotta imagine it'd be in Anaheim if he had it, if he yeah. like you know has it all the time. Was he back? He was back in Japan during that. That's that what thing. I. That was the impression yeah. I got from the video, but I don't know for certainty. Uh, but yeah, um, I think that's got to be his Anaheim dog because they were very close, obviously. And I get the impression he doesn't have a lot to do on the weekends or his weekends here. I yeah, I think you have to like quarantine pets. Uh, when you move them between like the U.S. and Japan, uh, yeah, probably. So I don't know. Be logical. I, I mean, how long? Maybe he was in quarantine with the dog, but so he was alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just gonna ride it out with the with the dog. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long the quarantine is, but that seems like it'd be a pain in the ass if he had to go back and forth all the time. But like, rich people also don't have to follow any fucking rules. <laughs> That's true. Like, yeah, and he's about to yeah. become one of the richest baseball players of all time. Yeah, he's yeah. he can he can comfortably like put that on his credit card and be pretty confident it'll get paid off in a couple months. He's just buying a new dog every time he goes back and forth. <laughs> a new like you know just designer fucking cartoon <laughs> perfect dog. Every it's the same dog. He's time. just cloning the dog. Yeah, it costs it costs two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and the dogs are still alive. He just passes them off to <laughs> a, an assistant. This is journalism malpractice. I cannot find the dog's name. No, I don't think anyone knows. Yeah. I hate this. Someone ask him <laughs> the dog's name. No, nobody nobody knows. Nobody knows the dog's name. I think that's a uh, I'm keeping it private sort of thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how Michael Jackson made his kids wear masks. Yeah. Same, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, like when you're, you know, you see your your friend on Twitter post a picture of his kid and it's and he's like blurred the face. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, all right. He doesn't want that dog living up to that kind of like. If he takes, he takes the dog to like the dog park. He doesn't want the dog feeling like pressure to, to to be his dog. Yeah, that would be a lot of pressure to be. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone else at the dog park's dog is like, yeah, my owner is like an ornithologist, like a like an opt ophthalmologist. My owner, yeah, he works at like the stock exchange. Like oh my 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 owner's the greatest baseball player of his generation. It's <laughs> it'd be a little baseball player ever pressure. lived. Yeah. <laughs> what if he had it just like a shitty dog? <laughs> what if Shohei Otani just like had this like horribly behaved dog like during like while he's like they're they're you know talking to him via satellite for the 
It's just like humping a doll in front of the in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's biting a child. <laughs> it's dragged a child into his home, doesn't know where it came from. <laughs> it's pissing everywhere. That would rock. I would be very shocked. I'd be horrified. I would never That would rock. I can't imagine Shohei Otani would let his dog act like that. Also, again, rich guy thing. He doesn't have to do the training courses if he doesn't want to. He can pay yeah. someone to do the, the training for the dog. I don't know, but it is like, you know, that little bit of an insight. I mean, I'm sure it's super, super stage managed. Uh, you know, him sitting there and his like, you know, nice, nice clothes, but not yeah. too like fancy. Uh, it's like, you know, perfect fucking cartoon dog. But like, I don't know. It's kind of like, no, I think it's the opposite of stage. Managed. Really? It's really just him and the dog. Yeah. Stage no. managed, you put like you put like like a like a family around him or something. It was just like this is like a webcam in in, in his in like his like undecorated home. Like there's no mm. art on the walls or anything. It looked like it was like an abandoned building. <laughs> <laughs> Which like yeah, that's a uh, that's an unmarried 26, 27 year old guy's apartment. That's that's normal. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's what I'm trying to say. If like a like unmarried 27 year old guy's apartment, it should have like nothing but a PS5 and like him in like <laughs> him in gray sweatpants and no shirt. Like <laughs> There's empty Gatorade bottles everywhere. Like <laughs> that's see, that's what it that's what it should be. And I'm kind of disappointed. I, I think I'd actually rule if like Otani <laughs> was just like playing 2K in sweatpants all day, like, <laughs> just sitting in the dark. Yeah. yeah, we're just we're just imagining like Shohei Otani's life as a gigantic dirt bag. Yeah, as a slovenly <laughs> dweeb like we both were. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Not like a professional athlete of, in world class physical strength who like takes care of himself very rigorously, just yeah, like yeah. Just a regular schmo like us. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I would see my, more of myself in him if that was the case. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It looks like the background for like his home looks like one of those sets for like an extremely low budget movie that's being made by just like some random guy. Yeah. It looks like the houses in the desert that the Bluth family sells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what like 27 year old guy has throw pillows on his couch? <laughs> like, come on. That's why I'm saying this is all like, I, I, I'm not sure okay. I believe that this is his dog. <laughs> okay. I see where you're coming from. I'm not going to go fully down the, the truth, the, the Otani dog truth or rabbit hole with you, but I see where I see why you're going in that direction. <laughs> it's because it is November 19th. And I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Like the biggest news of the offseason so far is like a, a, a like a trade of a relief pitcher from the White Sox. It's pretty slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think literally Aaron Bummer is the only guy that's been traded that I even know who he is. <laughs> and the only reason I know who that guy is is because the Twins have been playing him for a long time. Like, if I wasn't in, like a fan of an AL Central team, I would not know who Aaron Bummer is. <laughs> I and, only know who he is because uh, he's got a funny name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a hilarious gif of Jorge Polanco hitting a home run off of him. And then he like, and then you just see the back of his jersey and it says bummer and he turns around and looks at it and shakes his head i don't know did we talk about that we have i mean the craig council stuff happened that was like the that was a new story that's happened since we last talked yeah i guess so that's oh that's God. pretty funny that is extremely funny that's funny just because the the, the mets thought oh. they were going to get him and then didn't yeah and i don't really care about managers outside that it is insane to me that the brewers fumbled the bag so hard 
on Craig Castle. Yeah. In that he is from there and their (laughs) like best manager in franchise history. Yeah, between that non-tendering Brandon Woodruff, they're not having a great start. Oh, God, and the Woodruff thing, right, yeah. They're... Yeah, that's an insanely... I mean, they're kind of screwed on that one because of how it's, it's an Indian free agency lineup, but still, that's that's grim to not get anything out of out of that relationship with him. But no, the the thing with Craig Cancel is I, I I just don't think managers like do much other than set the vibe. Like... I don't think he's really in there like running the, you know, what's the the post like running, running that clubhouse, like the damn Navy or whatever. I, right. I think he's just like <laughs> people generally like him. He's pretty responsive to like analytics and like he, he makes sensible decisions most of the time. I, I don't really know what else a manager does. It's like worth, not worth it. They're worth a lot of money. They're running a clubhouse and working very intensive media intensive job. But like, I, I, I don't really get the, urge for like everyone to go out and sign like a, an ace manager okay so i had to look up i just had to know what famous brewers fan kato kaylin had to think about this <laughs> <laughs> uh and the only tw- i mean the only tweet i could find just by searching you know from kato kaylin council is uh somebody asking him i know you ripped on him any thoughts i think this is a good move from chicago and kato kaylin being like he can't win playoff games. One in ten in the playoffs. I could manage better. And then later he says, uh, "Council should be managing at Menards, which is a local uh, hardware store chain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he could have a winning record there." <laughs> so Kato uh, Kalen, not sad to see mm. Craig Council go, and he is like he's the most hateful Brewers fan I think in existence. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's insane to put. I know we're talking about Kato Kalen, but it's still it's insane to put it on a manager when those teams are scraping by with like two people hitting over absolutely. league average in any given playoff season. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're the yeah. weirdest constructed team outside the Rays in in all of baseball. And you, you I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If managers do anything, he is probably the one doing the thing. I I don't know. The Cubs just did this despite having a manager and just like, all right, bye, David Ross. Like, <laughs> yeah. A manager they re- everyone really liked. Everybody really yeah. likes him. He's a hero from the 2016 <laughs> World Champion team. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, bye. We're going to hire this guy before firing you. For like, this is this is the drama. This is the drama we need to keep us humming through the offseason. Thank mm-hmm. you, Brewers and Cubs, for providing it for this bit of stretch we're gonna need we're gonna need some other team to do some crazy shit i have no doubt that that will uh at some point happen probably the white Sox or something almost certainly the white Sox or something (laughs) yeah you can just put we could could talk about the white Sox too Uh, (laughs) oh yeah that's right because there's more stuff that's come out about jason benetti and what happened there oh Yeah. yeah that's the other that was the other big news item that if i had remembered to put an outline together i would have put on it yeah let, let's make sure we talk about that one because i think last time we talked on the show uh benetti had not yet left for mm-hmm. detroit is that right did we talk about that at all i don't know we did we, we had not talked about that at all last yeah. time um easily the best play-by-play broadcaster in baseball like not particularly close especially for a guy of his age no and so he since found out though since he left that uh <laughs> it was like he just he left because uh yeah that Horrible, horrible relationship with White Sox exec Brooks Boyer. <laughs> oh. It was just like just a toxic asshole because 
the everybody uh, in that organization at the upper levels is just a terrible little yes man <laughs> for <laughs> Jerry Reinsdorf. <laughs> and like, congratulations, like you you blew it. You had <laughs> you had one of the best. You had one of the best broadcasters, you know, in the game, if not all of it. And he uh, decided to go work for the Detroit Tigers instead of you uh, over <laughs> over being in Chicago. Like, congratulations, yeah. man. What does Brooks oh. Boyer even do that's like compared to what Jason Jason Benetti single handedly got fans through some awful games over the last over a huge part of the rebuild. And also these weird last couple of seasons where like they might be good. They end up being awful. Huh. Like he he is one of those broadcasters who can single handedly make a, a slog of a game fun to listen to, uh-huh. even when he's paired with Steve Stone, who is like above uh, about uh, league replacement level for a color guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's Boyer is a senior vice president of sales and marketing. Great. You're really Fuck. trading You're, that guy oh for this guy. <laughs> any you could go find any dipshit on LinkedIn <laughs> to do yeah. that guy's job. I'm on his LinkedIn right now. It's incredible how little this guy has accomplished in his career. He started <laughs> as the marketing internship team for the Chicago Bulls in 1994. <laughs> oh my god. So when being the the on the marketing department oh. was the easiest job in human history. <laughs> yeah. Promoting Michael Jordan. Like I have a feeling that this guy was already like, you know, born on third base, like he hit a triple. But then Unquestionably, like yeah. but then you get then then on top of that, your first job is <laughs> like marketing for the ninety-four bulls. Is doing like, the corporate partnerships, being the oh. guy who had the really hard job of saying, Yes, Nike, we will take all of your money. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Warner Brothers. We'll yeah. put him in a cartoon. That's fine. <laughs> We're into that. Yeah. The only thing he had to do was being like, but can you please have Scotty Pip in there too? He's feeling really <laughs> down. <laughs> That's it. That's all he had to do. Good Lord. Took a lot of meetings trying to get it, Den- get it Dennis Robin on like the, the Wheaties box just for nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he goes to the oh. White Sox in 2004, just in time for them to win a World Series and sell a bazillion hats all across the country. It's Ugh. it's not fair. This guy, this is like the Forrest Gump of of, of professional sales and marketing departments. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, the White Sox are going to suck shit for ten more years, probably too, and they Until don't they even have a good it, broadcaster. Yeah. But hey, uh, Tony Larusa's back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, he is working. <laughs> they have the, that at least. <laughs> he is working for the organization. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Some, <laughs> somehow Tony is returned. The <laughs> Ale <Yeah>. Central. <laughs> oh, the Ale Central is just a shameful, <laughs> shameful place. This is why I said I wanted the twins in the NL Central. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'm fine with playing against the, uh, you know, the Cardinals and the Cubs and stuff all the time. Uh, just get, just get us in a real division, please. <laughs> you don't, you don't like basically at this point auto qualifying for the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> that i mean even that i'm not super sure on because the the twins lost their tv deal because you know the bally stuff mm, so yeah. they're cutting payroll by like 20 million dollars oh lord yeah Great. well we yeah. can cross them off the otani sweepstakes then <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my dreams are dashed i'm gonna have to <laughs> I'm going to have to tell that uh, Chinese <laughs> jersey company to cancel my 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 uh, 
my twins, you know, Twin Cities, Otani number 17 <laughs> jersey. Yeah. Oh, man. It is uh, to the Otani race. I think we're going to this. I think this is going to be one where it lasts all offseason. I think it's going to take a long time to get through. I I don't know why teams are like pre-qualifying themselves out of it. I think it's just yeah. a weird thing to do to your fans. We saw that again where the like the. I think for like the second time now, the Mariners have said, don't really, you know, we're yeah. not, don't waste your time. The only team I've seen that's like going for it are the Cubs, which is. And the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, well, the Dodgers I, came out. The said, Dodgers. Yeah. The Dodgers are. Sorry. I, I just. Oh, ass- I see you mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like assume... teams that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like the Dodgers are like 80% going to sign him. Yeah, um, not, in my estimation, mean. like it, it, there's 20 teams that could add 40 million dollars to their payroll on a yearly basis and not really be that much ahead of what they usually run in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it is a little strange that um, well, part of this also, I think, is I think so, there was a rumor that uh, from his camp that uh, any leaks about whether or not he was negotiating with the team could be held against them in his final decision. So that wow. might be making some teams more skeptical of like dropping hints or rumors or talking to the press about it. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I would love for it to be a wild card team at this point. I would love it to be someone who is not the expected. Although I, the Dodgers are saying that, or someone is leaking that the Dodgers are aggressively pursuing Trout uh, in a trade along with signing Otani. That and would be that hilarious. Would, that would be that would funny. be very funny. That would be very funny to just have like 150 million dollars on payroll every year committed to four guys, and like honestly, <laughs> not a bad strategy. No, all those guys are on the like the right side of 30 or or their late 20s to play through like 2040. You'll probably have two of them healthy at any given time to play DH or first base when they're all 38. Honestly, not a terrible move. <laughs> If you're the Dodgers and are just willing to do that. Like, a lot of people in uh, Philly's world have been talking about Trout this year. I could see, yeah. Um, normally that normally that discussion in the past has always just been like, all right, come on, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. But this year for this year, it's actually being taken seriously. I could see um, like uh, this is the first time in a long time I could see the Angels getting rid of him. Just trying to do like a full yeah. rebuild. It all just comes down again to Art Arte Moreno and what he personally wants. And I, I just, I don't know. He's, he changes his mind so often. It, yeah. It's impossible to say. Yeah. Is there another shitty team we can laugh at? Yeah. We can make fun of the Brewers again. Mm. The Brandon Woodruff stuff. No, we already kind of covered that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, you know what? We might actually see something on Yoshinobu Yamamoto pretty fast because the Oryx Buffaloes are expected to post him tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So I would be thrilled to see like a, uh, I just want him on the East Coast, to be honest. Because I I, he's, he's a fascinating pitcher to watch, and I'm sleepy. I'm old. I don't want to stay up until 9 p.m. to watch him pitch for the the Dodgers. He's another one Padres. that has been getting a lot of chatter in Philly's world, and I'm I would be over the moon. I that would be so fucking cool. They don't have any history at all of signing signing uh, foreign players like that. He'd be a great one. I'd be a bit of a bandwagon Phillies fan for him. Yeah. Yeah, it would rule. I have no, I have absolutely no hope that they would sign Shohei Otani <laughs> at all. Um, they're not going to do it. But it'd be cool if you know we got one of the other big names this this off season. And there might be demand because they're losing Nola. Yeah, they, there's like a reasonable. Apparently, that's uh, not a. I, I just saw something this morning that they're Please. that they're getting much closer to Nola oh. in in the past couple days. 
They probably I mean, do one or the other, I would think, but it'd be great. Frankly, they should do both. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would prefer if they did both. I want Nola <laughs> and, please. They can afford it. Um, They're one of the only teams that's, like, talking about spending money. So please actually go do spend that money. Absolutely, yeah. I This is going to sound crazy because you both know I'm not actually a big fan of this team. I really kind of like the idea of him on the Red Sox. That mm. seems That seems like the least surprising outcome to me. Yeah, I think they really need someone. And also uh, the Oryx Buffaloes, their stadium where they play is like really close in dimensions to like it's it's a bandbox. It's like as small as and, and miserable and shitty uh, in terms of like for, for, for <laughs> pitchers, for pitchers. I haven't been. I don't know what the stadium's like. It's probably very nice, but it's like comparable to um, Fenway in a lot of ways. God, he becomes, you know, the best pitcher in the NPB, despite, you know, this shitty stadium and it's just like all right here's your reward you're, <laughs> you're going to the show you're going to major league baseball uh all right get, get ready to pitch at fenway now like god you can just never fucking escape it i mean like the other uh, the oracle park is also a big landing spot for him and that's not a lot i mean personally i think you'd be a lot happier in san francisco than boston just as any any mm-hmm. most people in general like as a rule of thumb, would be happier yeah. in San Francisco than Boston. Yeah, uh, but uh, who knows? I was about to say if you could afford it, but then I remembered that Boston is also unlivably expensive. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, two hundred twenty-five million dollars. I'll get him a nice uh, one bedroom in each each place. Yeah. Ugh. But I think uh, Shota Imanaga is going to post about the same time. He's a really interesting landing spot too because he's uh, clearly a cut below the other two guys. But as a lefty, um, he carries a bunch of interesting uh, like composition stuff with other rosters. It could be really interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing him to the Mets to replace uh, what's his name is Ludo there. I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is, this is the most fun I can have in the off cat off season is, is projecting where I think like the three really interesting Japanese Japanese pitchers might land. I wouldn't wish the Mets on anyone, especially <laughs> after this year. <laughs> God, I think I had a really nice season. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. But like, he had a great Still, season yeah. with the 2023 Mets. Like, <laughs> I mean, Shohei Otani's great, but he still, you know, had an MVP season with the Angels. That's that's rough. <laughs> we don't want him. It's, it's nothing, with the Mets against, nothing yeah. against him. Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, that's rough. And I don't see the Mets learning important no. lessons. Yeah, what are the what are their what is their stated objective this off season? Are they buying or? Are they in rebuild mode? They can't possibly be in rebuild mode. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I think um, there's been some talk about them trading. Um, what's his name? Pete uh, Pete Alonso. But I think mm. those are just like really kind of out there. Like, I think those are more like questions of if they're not going to extend him and he's a free agent after the season. I think that's more about him and his contract specifically than uh, what they plan to do uh, as a team. Uh, MLB headline about this is Mets ready to shake, move this offseason. Least helpful headline ever. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Let's see what else. Oh, here's something that happened last, since last time we uh, we recorded. The A's have oh, yeah. approval to leave um, Oakland now. All Another unanimous vote. All the MLB although, owners voted for uh, that approval. Did you all see this rumor about that that was really interesting? There was a faction of owners, like up to seven or eight, um, yeah, uh, there were seven or eight who um, were considering very strongly rejecting the offer, and like they, they were the faction within that was like, "This is bad for baseball. This is bad for yeah. the game." 
Uh-huh. Until Peter Seeler, the owner of the Padres, dropped dead at 63 out of nowhere. Oh, no. And oh. totally ruined that whole thing. Oh. That actually is the news we should be talking. We should, we, yeah. I'm glad. Because that is like, you know, he, he's a rich guy. He's done some scummy things in his, his like professional life. As like an owner of a sports team, that is exactly the guy you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> immediately when news was, uh, news dropped about his death, like, fans were down at Petco and stuff, like, lighting candles and shit. Like, mm-hmm. what yeah. other owner gets that? <laughs> yeah. At this point, no one. It's just him. No, yeah. no one. <laughs> he, yeah, he... Dodgers, if the Dodgers conglomerate ever passed away, I guess. But Yeah, I guess if there's a plane crash and <laughs> they're all on or something. I but think no, it's but... like a, it's like the president and the vice president where they can't be on the same plane. They keep Magic Johnson in like a private room during the conferences. <laughs> so if yeah. everyone else dies, He's Magic the designated is a survivor. survivor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he like spent a bunch of money on his team. Yeah, <laughs> and for an like... air quotes small market. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so depressing, though. That sucks. I mean, the whole time we've been talking about the A's and like this story as it's been ongoing for last whatever year or so, I've always just said that like, why why aren't other owners like stopping this? Like being like, this <laughs> makes us look like fucking assholes. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is like clearly a like a bad business move too. But like, oh, unquestionably, yeah. but the owner. The owner involved is getting the bag and they he's getting what he wants. He's, and it's he's stupid. yeah, they they want to continue the precedent that they can get what they want, that they can do whatever the fuck they yeah. want. That's the important part. And yeah. then they like, can sell the teams for more and more higher valuations every time. Yeah, because Fisher's yeah. going to fucking sell the team. Yeah, absolutely. even though like it, it's it's funny because like they built in like a whole thing where you know, he's going to get punished if he sells the team like immediately after like once they get to Vegas and he's still going to do it. They're admitting how little they trust this guy with that. And um, folks, it's it's just it's so fucking annoying. I hate these people. Yeah. Yeah. No real no real regard for the health of the sport or building anything other than you know, 10 years from now when I'm 82 years old and I finally want to, you know, get out of this game, I better be making 10 times what I put into it. Uh, this is not the end. Uh, there's still all those lawsuits happening uh, in Nevada to try to block the funding from those teachers yeah. groups. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's, it's the, once they put it on the big eye, once they put it on the big weird globe thing, it's over. They had the welcome A's on the big uh, creepy globe. It's... <laughs> On the, it's on the, happening on another thing that's hemorrhaging money and a horrible business decision <laughs> in Las Vegas. Yeah, the, the globe. I love that thing. I'm sorry. I love. I, love I do the globe. too. I do too. <laughs> Imagine they can make it look like a big baseball. Oh, it's like, so good. Yeah. It's like a big like emoji eye that's like smiling. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, like someone had the post on the that I saw like last week that was like I used to think the 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 giant globe was dumb and stupid and then i realized it's dumb and stupid and that's why it's cool and like yeah yeah i agree like okay i know that that f1 race that was down there was like a disaster apparently but those pictures who uh, could have like who the could first have night but like the pictures <laughs> of it the first night of like the aerial shots of the track with the dome like it looked like fucking f-zero it was cool as hell <laughs> like <laughs> it looked like the, like yeah. this is like some like cyberpunk like race it looked great what? 
Las Vegas should be our most F zero looking city. That's appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It should look like F zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Like I, yeah, I, I don't hold out much hope for Oakland at this point, but no. I mean, hopefully the lawsuits do something because, um, in 2002, I believe it was the Minnesota twins, were this close to being contracted and it was just like a plucky lawyer was like nope you have a you have a the metronome has a deal with the where it has to be rented out <laughs> like you guys have you guys have to honor your contract uh to rent out this shitty dome that you've been trying to get away from and guess what it worked <laughs> honestly i want like an anti-money ball movie about that guy yeah oh like God, a labor oriented like yeah. actually no fuck you kind of i don't know maybe he was a horrible person i don't know <laughs> Maybe. I'm I'm not hopeful that I, I I don't have hope for Oakland, but I do I I want the lawsuit to at very least just like make things annoying for these people. Yeah. Well, it, there's they got to do it like it just keeping them in the park for two more years. I think wouldn't be a bad outcome because right now there's some like crazy schedule where it's like they're oh, they're yeah. at least with the stadium is up after this season. Yeah, but they're not able to move to Las Vegas until 2028. So it's going to be two years of playing, I think, in like their minor league park, and the then Lord. maybe some at like they'll a spring be sharing, training facility. They'll be sharing play- a park with San Francisco. Oh, it's just oh, humiliating. Like, who, like, forget the fans. Like, what personnel and players and staff want that? Oh God! Can you imagine, like, just having like a, essentially 162 games on the road, or like, or, or adjacent to the road, just awful, just an embarrassing. Like, what, what was it? There's like an independent team that did that for years and years and years, where they didn't have a home team and they were always on the road. It was just like they had like a winning record of like like three out of ten games or something crazy like that. Just it's bad for morale. It's bad for the team. It's bad for fans. It's incredibly bad for baseball. I don't know. Yep. Um, mailbag. Sure, let's have, go. Yeah. Okay. Just a couple questions here. All right, from Cooper Lund, recent guest of the show. So most baseball mascots have a clear epidermis because they're furry. <laughs> but Mister and Missus Met wear turtlenecks and gloves. My simple question is: Do you think they have skin, or is the uniform their skin and they're technically naked all the time? Uh, Cooper, I don't think that's a simple question. Um, <laughs> you're you're talking about uh the flesh made real for mascots and stuff uh i i, I don't know i don't this is, I don't... This is like thousand angels on the head can dance on the head of a pin level metaphysical <laughs> yeah yeah like there's like been papal bulls that are more easy easy to understand and process than this yeah like when so when so when mrs matt is getting her bbl like is she wearing the baseball uniform <laughs> like are they just cutting right into like the pinstripe met uniform you know <laughs> No, I I don't no. think they're technically naked all the time. I think that that's, I think that's a uniform. I would say. Yeah, it's it's a uniform. Yeah, it's like they fall. I think mascots default to cartoon roles most of the time. And if like a a, a cartoon character isn't clearly wearing clothes, they, they, or cartoons have like skin under their clothes. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Like the the gloves are what decide it for me because the gloves are cartoon esque, like Mickey Mouse and shit. And in those cartoons, occasionally they will take the gloves off, like revealing something under there. So exactly. cartoon rules, they're they're wearing clothes. Can you get those gloves in real life? 
Yeah, you can get them in like Disneyland and stuff. Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. Yeah. There's got to be like a there's got to be like a a real version of those. Yeah, they're just know? like they were like the gloves that they wore, you know, back <laughs> in olden times. Yeah, just these weird white gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she gets some of those. She bring that back. <laughs> I don't know if they were ever actual. Like, I think that was something where like Walt Disney was doing because they like more clearly signaled a hand than like a <laughs> hand did or something. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Very big, funny. Like. like Walt Disney just like I can't draw hands like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's see. I would never bes- besmirch Oob Iwerks like that. Let's see. And the other question here from Izzy Gall is baseball the most communist sport? And usually, like I think most weeks, I would have probably ignored this question. Um, I feel like we've answered kind of this and other adjacent questions. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, MLB is, is not in any way, shape, or yeah, form. Yeah, the answer is just yeah. no, no. Like, <laughs> and and none of the none of the sports are communist. If you're asking which one has the best politics, uh, it's clearly the WNBA. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's not, <laughs> not even, even close. close. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball uh, is played in one communist country. It's pretty popular there. That's uh, you can have that feather in your cap if you really need it. I, I interpreted this question as like the sport itself rather the than rules, the organization. The game, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, I just don't think it's actually like good to kind of hold a, a stick, a bat and ball game to any kind of, through like any kind of political lens. Like, I don't think you're really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like people do the same thing with like golf where it's like inherently bad and evil because of who play because of the game uh, itself rather than who plays mm, it. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, we've had, well, we're, we're not going to relitigate this, but okay. <laughs> Uh, I just, I'm just saying, like you're not like doing politics by ga- playing a game most of the yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, there's there's nothing communist about baseball. There's uh, it's just it's just a thing we like, you know. Not and not even happen- your life has to has to be has to be like that. I'm not accusing you of anything here to the question asker, but not everything in your life has to be uh, epic leftist stuff. It it's it's fun to like problematic stuff sometimes. Yeah. We do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be it for the show this week. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll uh, talk to you later.